welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. say father I just want to be with you thank you father oh thank you precious Holy Spirit we receive your presence here tonight we receive your presence here something different so I'm just going to speak from my heart as the Lord is revealing to me thank you Holy Spirit Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 says there is therefore now no condemnation someone say no condemnation someone say it out loud no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk According to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Now this is where I'm going. Verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I just sense in my heart just tonight that God wants me to talk about decisions. Decisions that we make without the Spirit of God. Decisions that we make without being led 
of the Spirit of God. That's entirely not what I want to talk about. I just sensed it. So for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Wherever we find ourselves in life, it doesn't give the legal right to anything to allow us make decisions based on our mental ascent alone. It doesn't. No matter what we're going through, it doesn't put us in a position where we put aside the Spirit of God and then we decide that, oh, I'm going to work it out with my mind. I'm going to set it all out with my intellect. No, it doesn't. It says, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And Jesus said that I've come that you may have life. And he says, I leave you peace. The peace that I give you is not the kind of peace that the world gives. One of my mentors will always say that the UN can never unite the world. There is no peace that the UN can bring that will bring peace to the world. But Jesus said the peace that I give you is such that the world cannot give. So he's saying in essence is that the peace I give you comes from the place of the spirit. That there is no amount of carnal knowledge that can bring you that peace or bring you that life. So there is nothing in the flesh that can bring peace and life the way God will bring it. So he said, if I do anything with my carnal mind, I may start it, but it will lead to death. I may begin, but it will lead to death eventually in the end. He said, to be carnally minded is death. To remain carnally minded, to focus on what the flesh can do. Look at what he said from the beginning. From the beginning. It says there is therefore now no condemnation. So it means that as long as I'm in Christ Jesus and I walk by the Spirit, there is therefore now no condemnation. If the Spirit of God is leading me, he's saying there is therefore now no condemnation. If I follow the instructions of the Spirit, he's saying there is therefore now no condemnation. If I allow God lead me and it looks in the natural, it doesn't look like it's going to turn out well. There is therefore now no condemnation. So I'm conscious of the decisions I'm making based on the spirit and not the carnal mind. I'm not calculating it with my head. I'm calculating it with the eyes of the spirit. Imagine Mary. If Mary and Joseph had calculated what would happen had calculated with their carnal mind how they were going to treat the issue of Jesus' birth. Maybe by now we'll still be looking for who's going to carry the Savior. But no, it was going to come by the Spirit. And the angel made it clear to Mary. He said, look, in Luke chapter 2, he said, Mary asked, how shall these things be? Seeing that I do not know a man. Seeing that I do not have any carnal knowledge. So sometimes we think that unless I have some carnal knowledge of certain things, then it can work. No, there are certain things that reside in the spirit. So she's saying that, look, 
I'm trying to do this thing, but I do not have a carnal knowledge. I do not know a man. I do not have um, the right credentials or this or that. That's a carnal information. Okay? So he's saying that this thing that we're talking about has nothing to do with carnality whatsoever. It is going to come by the Spirit and by the Spirit alone. So he said for us to remain carnally minded is dead. For us to think that everything that happens to us must be calculated, must be done in the head, must put pen to paper. Right? I do a lot of calculation. I do a lot of plotting of graph here and there, uh, permutation, combination. But after I've done everything, what's the spirit saying? What's the spirit saying? I do a lot of planning. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm planning and thinking, writing, counseling, all sorts. But after I've done all that, what's the spirit saying? What's the spirit saying? So it says to be carnally minded is dead. Is dead. It's not saying physical death, but it's saying that everything you rest your mind on and not engaging the spirit or the supernatural will lead to death eventually. He said, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Look at verse 7. He said, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Why? It is not subject to the law of God. No, indeed can be. So it, we, we see very clearly there that God has a law. It's not like God is lawless. No. Because a lot of people think that when we, when we focus on spiritual things, we don't follow laws, we don't follow principles. No. There are spiritual laws, there are spiritual principles that we follow. That, I, that I'm, I'm checking what the Spirit is saying does not mean I'm lawless. I'm checking what the Spirit is saying does not mean that I don't have plans. No. I'm checking what the Spirit is saying does not mean I'm not organized. No. The Spirit of God is the most organized personality you can ever think of. We come into a meeting. And someone says, you know what? No, 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 no. We have to follow the particular order. And the Spirit of God comes and changes the order. He says, no, 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 no. We have to stick with this. He is more organized than your organized organization or whatever I should, what should I call it? He's more orderly than your order. So if I follow the Spirit, I'm in a better place than following my mind. So I have planned, I have organized, I've put everything together. At the end of the day, I check what the Spirit is saying. I check what the Spirit is saying. It says the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God. So there is a law that God has set in place already. There is a law he has put, it's a spiritual law. And the Bible is telling us that the carnal mind has to be subject to that law. For it to have effect, it has to be subject to that law. It has to be. It has to be. It said, then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. That is the bottom line of everything. What does it mean to be in the flesh? What does it mean to, to be in the flesh and not please God? It means that everything you do comes from your mind comes from your, your, just your thinking, your, your planning and all that. It has no engagement with God at all. has no engagement with the Spirit. So the Bible says when you walk like that, you cannot please God. So in the light of that, when you take decisions and your decisions are in the flesh, what it means is that you cannot please God. 
But God is seeking that we please him. He's seeking that we please him. He's looking forward that we please him. So the circumstances around us, the things that are happening around us should never interfere with the place of the spirit. Never. Never. No matter how bad the situation is, never get to a place in your life where you say, you know what? Let's just close this Bible. There's nothing there. Like some people would say, leave church alone. This is not church matter now. Or leave Bible alone. This is not Bible matter now. Or leave praying alone. This is not praying matter now. No. There is never a matter that is not a Bible matter. There is never a matter that is not a praying matter. Even when I find it difficult to pray, I say, God, I have come. I cannot pray. Help me to pray. And I start from there. So there is never a time I get to a point where I realize that God, you know what? This is not a matter. This is not praying time now. This is serious business. What other business can be more serious than a praying business? So it's the plot of Satan to keep us in a carnal state all the time such that we cannot receive from God. We can't receive from him. So we wonder why certain things happen. God knows six months down the line, the thing he's leading you on your inside to follow, he knows why he's doing that. Seven months down the line, he knows why he's doing that. That nudge you're getting and you feel like it doesn't compute. He knows why he's doing that now. He knows why he's doing it now. He knows. He said, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. He said, but you, you are not in the flesh. You are in the spirit. And if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he's not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Then in verse 11, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So everything comes from the spirit. It comes from the spirit. So we cannot conclude that it's just all in the natural. No. There is a place of the spirit seated deep down inside of you. You can never joke with it. Never joke with it. Never. 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 He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mental bodies. But the way he will do it is through his spirit. He's not going to do it through carnal methods. No. God the spirit that's a universal law and universal truth you should never joke with. Because his spirit, he operates by spiritual laws and spiritual principles. And everything is a foundation of that spirit. Everything is a foundation of that spirit. You yourself, you are spirit. You are spirit. You, are, you have a soul. You live in a body. So you yourself, you are spirit. How can you now be subject to carnal things and think that by carnal operations, you can get the spirit of God to walk? No, it's enmity against God because it's not subject to the law of God. So if God decides to move in one direction, your carnal mind is saying move in this direction. God decides to move in this direction. Your carnal mind is saying move in this direction. They can't walk. They can't flow. They cannot. They cannot. So at the end of the day, what happens is death sets in. What do we mean by death? Death is anything that does not follow the law of the spirit. 
as long as he doesn't follow the law of the spirit, death sets in. No matter how long it takes, death will always set in. No matter how long. But when you yield to the spirit, allow the spirit of God lead you. The decisions you take, they may be small things. They may just be a nudge. But when it comes from the spirit, and listen church, let me tell you, there is no point you get to in your life that you think that God has left you a thousand times. No, no. He speaks to you all the time. He speaks to you all the time. Even when you think that, you know, I'm in a position, you know, sometimes we get to that point where you feel like, this state I am right now, I can't even hear God. That is a lie. That is an absolute lie. That's an absolute lie. The farther away you think you are from God, the closer He is to you. The farther away you think you are, the closer He is to you. The closer He is. He said, when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How much more now that we've been reconciled to Him? So the, the farther you think you are away, the closer He is to you. It's just that we don't take the time to come before Him and say, Lord, I know you're there. But when I started the, the, the meeting, I mentioned that there's a prayer, a confession I teach my kids. And it starts by saying, God loves me and I know it. Once they start that confession, they flow till the end. God loves me and I know it. It's not enough for me to know that God loves me. But I know it. I know that he loves me. So let it sink deep down in their head that God loves them and they know it. And he gave himself for them. That's the extent of God's love. So there is nowhere you will get in God that you will be far away from him. Absolutely no. Nowhere. Nowhere. He's closer than you think. He's closer than you think. So when you are taking decisions, realize that there's always the spirit of God there to guide you and lead you. Never get to a point where you say, you know what? The decisions I'm going to be taking right now, all through this week, I know they're going to end up wrong. Why? Because you've not prayed, you've not fasted, you've not read the scriptures. No! No! A thousand times no! That's when you are closer to God. That's when you are closer to Him. He never, what did He say about the Spirit? He said, I will send you the Holy Ghost. Who will be with you one? Forever. Forever is forever. Who will be with you forever? Forever is forever. So you cannot deny yourself the opportunity to be led by God. And just focus on your mind alone. The thing that your mind can capture. And say, okay, this time around, I'm going to leave God out. No, 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 no. No, a thousand times. So anytime I get to a fix, and it looks to me like, hey, things are not aligning. And it looks to me like, you know that sometimes you get into a place, you, you, you get to a season of your life, and it looks like everything is just dark. And you feel like your prayers are not even hitting the roof. They're not even going anywhere. They're just in that room. That is the best time to cocoon yourself in the presence of God. He's hearing you at that moment. He never left you. And he will never leave. We are the ones that run away. We are the ones that go astray. We are the ones that go far. But he's always there. He's always there. 
glory to god glory to god hallelujah so then in further down chapter 8 and in verse 14 where we prayed about say for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god these are the sons of god so that's where god wants to take us to place of sonship place of sonship as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god so how do you know the sons of god you are led by the spirit of god how do you how are you led by the spirit you yield yourself to him basically that's just it that's just it. you start by saying it out i yield myself to you i yield myself sometimes the most amazing prayers that i've ever prayed is that lord i just submit to you i just submit to you because i know he's there to 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 lead me all the time so what i do i submit lord i submit to you Lord, I submit to your yield. I submit to you. I submit to you. I submit. And I stay there in his presence. Just submitting. Because he's there to lead me. I may not have all the answers, but I know he's there to lead me. So I'm submitting to him. Submitting to what? He's leading. Submitting to what? His direction. Submitting to what? Whatever he wants to do. And then I get out of that place with a consciousness that the decisions I take from that time on, they'll turn out good. Irrespective of what is happening around me. I don't need to know. I don't need to calculate it. It is his plan. He's a master planner. He's a master planner. All I just need to do is yield to him. Yield to him. So I never get to a point in my life where I think that I can make decisions on my own. No. No matter how small and minute the decisions are. No matter how small. No matter how small. And one of the greatest prayers I pray is that Lord I need your help. I need your help. I need your help in this thing. I'm not afraid to say God, I'm in a fix. I need your help. I'm not afraid to say God, you know what? I'm messed up. I need your help. I'm not afraid to say God, I didn't get it right here. I need your help. Why? Because I realize that I've submit I'm submitted to him. I realize that he's the one leading me. So there is nowhere Satan will come and find me outside the camp. No. I'm inside the camp. Anything you want to do, I'm inside the camp. I'm inside the camp. You find me right there in the presence of God. You find me right there in the place of grace. You find me right there in the place of the spirit, listening and hearing and hearing. Because that's the only way you please God. You cannot do it with a carnal mind. It's enmity with God. You cannot get anything out of it. You cannot. So the decisions of your life this season, wherever you are, know and believe the love that God has for you. Hold on to that love. Walk on that love. Nurture that love. Receive that love. That's what it said in the latter part of verse 15. It said we did not receive the spirit. So we are receivers of it. We receive that love. And then from there on, whatever decision you take. There's a part of a scripture I'm trying to remember now. I think it's first or second Samuel. That Samuel was saying to Saul, He said you will go you will meet two men also one will give you this one will give you that I said you will come in contact with the prophet and then you will prophesy He said and the spirit of God will come upon you and then whatever you do from there when you go do as occasion serve you why because the spirit is upon you do as occasion serve you because the spirit is upon you why that's a place of the spirit So from that moment on when you go you realize that you are carrying the spirit on you. So when you take decisions you are conscious 
that you are taking decisions from the place of the spirit. The only difference why people um the who, people who are carnally minded and those who are spiritually minded come out of that place and take decisions and one goes wrong, the other one goes right is because of the consciousness of how they made that decision. That's all. Just the consciousness of how they made the decision. If you are conscious that the spirit of God is leading you, you won't go right. You won't go wrong. Even when it looks like you're going wrong, you won't go wrong. How do I know? I've shared the story here before. Abimelech. Abimelech said, I took Sarah out of the innocency and sincerity of my heart. And then God said, I know that's why I withheld you from sinning against me. What else do you want? What else do you want? I did it out of the innocency and sincerity of my and God himself told Abimelech, said, I know. That's why I withheld you from sinning against me. So what about you? Doing something in the innocency and sincerity of your heart. Trusting that the spirit of God is leading you. And God will what now say, I do not know. No. He will say, I know. That's why I've made a way where there seem to be no way. That's why I've directed the course in this plan. I knew ahead of time. That's why I made it happen like this. I knew ahead of time. That's why I sent that person away before you got there. I knew ahead of time. What did he say about Peter? The same thing. He said, Satan has decided to have you and sift you like wheat. He said, but I have prayed for you. That your faith will not fail. So God knows. Our yieldedness is all he's asking for. Our submission is all he's asking for. You can't get everything 100% perfect. Jesus is the only perfect being. He's the only perfect being. And we're looking to his perfection, not our perfection. We're looking to his perfection. And when that becomes our focus, he guides things right for us. He guides things right for us. There are many, many mistakes that we would have gone into and delved into. But if, you, if God would open your eyes to see how his hand is just turning you left, right, and center, turning you, and you feel like, oh, when I just did it like this, I prayed in the Holy Ghost, and I went, and I did, and he entered. Ah, look at you. If God showed you how he just, the thing wanted to hit you, just move his head like this. And you think it's by your praying and by your fasting. No. It's because you just stayed yielded. That's all. You just stay yielded. Glory to God. Lift up your right hand. Say this season, every decision I make will be guided by God. Every decision I take, I'm yielded to the spirit of grace. Stand to your feet. Say, this season I'm led of God. Say it out loud. This season I'm led of God. I make the right decisions. I'm not carnally minded. I'm spiritually minded. I'm led of the spirit of grace. I'm subject to the spirit of grace. I'm yielded to the spirit of grace. In the name of Jesus. The situations around me. Go ahead. Pray it out. The situations around me. They don't determine the decisions I make. I follow the leading of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. I follow the leading of the Spirit. I don't follow the leading of my environment. I follow the leading of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. This season, I'm led right. In the name of Jesus. I'm led right. In the name of Jesus. I'm submitted to the yielding of the Spirit. I'm submitted 
to the Holy Ghost. I hear his voice in the name of Jesus. Even when it looks dark all around, I'm yielded to him. In the name of Jesus, I take decisions by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I am not carnally minded. In the name of Jesus, go ahead a few minutes and pray in the Holy Ghost. And let the Spirit of God stir something inside of you. Go ahead and pray in the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God stir something inside of you. Let something be stirred inside you tonight. Let the leading of the Spirit of grace come alive in you. Let it come alive again. It's said to be spiritually minded. It's life and peace. So anywhere you are sensing that something is going to go wrong. Tonight just change it in the presence of God. Just change it by the Holy Ghost. That everything is going to go right. In the name of Jesus. Say life and peace is happening to me. Because I'm led by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. I make the right decisions. I'm not scared of the decisions to take. In the name of Jesus. I'm guided right. I'm led right. In the name of Jesus. This season life and peace happens to me. In the name of Jesus. Whatever may have happened all around. I'm st I stay yielded to the Spirit of grace. In the name of Jesus. And I see good coming to me. I see good happening to me. In the name of Jesus. The spirit of God is leading me. Is guiding me aright. In the name of Jesus. The decisions I make. The decisions I take. They are turning out for my good. In the name of Jesus. I have not received the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus. So every fear is cast out now. In the name of Jesus. I receive the spirit of sonship. And I cry Abba Father in the name of Jesus because good is coming to me good is happening to me in the name of Jesus I receive good throughout this season throughout this phase of my life in the name of Jesus somebody say no more fear no more fear in the name of Jesus I'm not scared I'm not afraid in the name of Jesus I stay yielded to the Holy Ghost I stay yielded to the spirit of grace in the name of Jesus Christ I'm making the right decisions in the name of Jesus I'm taking the right steps in the name of Jesus I'm coming in contact with the right people in the name of Jesus everything is turning out for my good in the name of Jesus everything is working in my favor in the name of Jesus I'm turning out right in the name of Jesus my eyes see good happening to me in the name of Jesus regardless of the things that have happened in the past I see good coming my way I see good happening to me in the name of Jesus the decisions I take will end up good in the name of Jesus the decisions I take will make me end right in the name of Jesus go ahead and declare that Go ahead and declare once again I see good happening to me I see good happening to me I see good happening to me I'm not carnally minded <laughs> I'm not carnally minded I'm led by the spirit of God I'm not carnally minded in the name of Jesus I'm led by the spirit of grace I'm not carnally minded in the name of Jesus Oh, 
every decision I will take this season will end up right in the name of Jesus I will be led by the Spirit of God I will not be led by my mind by my carnal senses but I will be led by the Spirit of God this season go ahead take a few more seconds and declare take a few more seconds and declare I'm making the right decision in the name of Jesus I will not be led by my senses but I will be led by the spirit of grace thank you Lord Jesus go ahead and give him praise and give him glory just bless him and worship him thank you Father the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International for information about Kingsword Ministries visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power